Okay, so now... Do you know what you're doing now? Oh, yeah, so I should... I should pause that. Right? Okay. Okay. So... Okay. 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 You, you have something queued up? I do. Okay. Well, I am going to push record right now. Okay. All right. Welcome to I Hate Music. And today I have with me the one and the only Aesop Decker. Hi, Aesop. Hey, how's it going? I'm well. I'm very good. How are you, Aesop? Uh, I'm great. Yeah. I'm honored to be on this illustrious podcast. Yes. All um, two people that listen are very excited to hear from you, I'm sure. Well, I'm one of those two people. I, That's true. So You've heard most of the episodes, haven't you? No. No? I've, I've fallen off. Oh, I've listened man. to select okay. few. But, select yeah. few. Okay. Yeah. What was the last one you listened to? Um, I listened to the Russell. The Russ one. one. Yeah. Was, okay. Yeah. yeah. And you listen to the one, the Ramin one before that, I'm sure. I, some part of it. Yeah. 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 Cool. Awesome. So you know the format. So kind this of, is going to yeah. work. Yep. So the uh, the impetus for this podcast was kind of to meld the Mark Marin WTF podcast and Death Metal Dads into one. I've heard of those. Yes. You mm-hmm. are. Um, would you consider yourself a co-founder of Death Metal Dads? Yeah, I was most. I mean, it was entirely Shelby's idea. So no. So no. Yeah. I was kind of against it. But you went with it anyway. I did go with it, yeah. And you've been doing it for two years? Yeah, I think we we started on Mother's Day, or Valentine's Day. That's right. Two years ago, yeah. Episode 42? Something like Something that. Something like that? Yeah. Yeah. What was your favorite episode? Uh, probably the one we weren't on, where Ezra, Ezra, yeah. Ezra and Calvin took over the show. Um, mm-hmm. the one we did with you at migration was a standout funny one. I like that one. Uh, Garzo was a yeah. guest. Yeah. I enjoy Eugene Robinson. He's great. Yeah. I, th- I don't like none of them. I, I don't think we've ever done one where I was like, well, that sucked. Right. Like the guests are, even if they start off kind of like stiff and not getting it like Eric Cutler. Yeah. <laughs> like by the end of it, they're like, oh, now I get it. These guys are dicks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So fart jokes, cum jokes. Yeah. Dick they, jokes. They're like, oh, we're going to. Yeah. I did. I mentioned, I think in the last one, the episode we did with Justin. Yeah. Like, because he's a really good friend. We were really. I yeah. Felt, I felt bad. Like we you were, were, we were both, I mean, me in particular, we were extra fucking mean to him. Yeah. You really were. <laughs> 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 it's made for a good podcast, but I actually felt remorse afterwards. Which is, yeah, that, I mean that might have been appropriate. You were, yeah. you were pretty much on him the entire time. Yeah. What what was his band? Uh, mutilation. Mutilation rights. Mutilation we, rights. We kind of ripped right. into them. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And when you say we, you mean the royal we? Meaning it was basically you. me. Yeah. 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 I think I called. I texted Shelby like later. I was like, "Fuck." I, I feel real bad about that. <laughs> yeah. That was a good episode though. I yeah. like that. I like when Shelby's mom is on too. That's she's fun. great. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. Isn't her name Jerry too? Just like my mom. I, I can't remember her name. No, her name's Jerry. Like, I think it is. Like Jerry Scardina or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Something like yeah. that. 
Uh, I really liked the one with uh, Sarah. Uh, uh, you know, what's her oh, face? Oh, Sarah Murphy. Yeah, Sarah yeah. Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. A lot of, you've done a lot of great episodes. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. So you're also uh, working on Extremity. Yeah, we're about to release, I guess, our debut full length right. record. Yeah. On 20 bucks spin. Yep. Does it have a title? It does, but I don't know. When is this going to air? Uh, oh, I don't know. Next week? Yeah. When next week? I'm, I don't know. You yeah. don't have to say anything prematurely. Yeah, we're, we're like days away from like releasing a track and the cover art and all that crap. Cool. Okay. But So we can say that there it will be an LP available at some point. July 20th. July 20th. I think same okay. day as another. Yeah, you're in this other band I heard I'm about. In this other band that is releasing an album on the same day. The exact same day. Yeah. Is that is that a record for you? No pun intended. Uh, That's got to be a record. Have two records released on the same day? Yeah, this year, I think there's three records that I've played on, like full-length records being released this year. So that's definitely... that's really good, too. That's definitely a record. But having two records on the same day... On the same day, that's totally weird. That's bizarre. Yeah. You should get a gold medal of some sort for that, I think. Uh, Or a watch. Yeah. Like a satin jacket. Yeah. Like monogrammed. Right. That'd be cool. That'd be really awesome. I used to joke with Chris Bruni that he should get me a satin jacket because I've played on more Profound Lore records than yeah. anyone else. I don't know if that's still true, but... That I was. would imagine. Yeah, I don't know who else would have. Uh, I don't know. Yep. Well, that's crazy. Uh, it's about quantity, not quality right. with me. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, you're touring with Worm this summer, too. Uh, a couple shows, and I couldn't tell you where... Uh, one is thirst for light. Right. And then a show in Portland. And I think that might be it. I don't fucking know. Mm. Okay. I, you know, you've played in a band with me before. I have. I pay very little attention. Yeah. To these things. I'm very bad at answering emails <laughs> and text messages. You're pretty good about texting. At least yeah, with me. Yeah. I don't pay attention to calendars. I don't believe in writing shit down. What about colanders? Colanders? Uh, I, yeah, I have one. Yeah, do you use it? Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I prefer to just sort of hold back the noodles with right. a fork. Right, that's what I do. Yeah. You know, and just, just just go for it. Go for it. Some are going to slip by the wayside. Mm-hmm. It's just collateral. I was just going to say collateral, collateral damage. Collateral noodle damage. Yeah. <laughs> just so, yeah. Yeah, I do that with my grease. Oh. I know that's a big no-no, but actually I stopped doing it because I gotten yelled at a few times, but I just, yeah. the grease down the drain, the fork. Oh, I never, yeah, I have a coffee can. Right, it looks like cum. that. It does, it looks a lot like a, Not the coffee can, but the contents. It, yeah, well, it's, it's not just grease. <laughs> right. It's, I found that that coffee can sort of works for many things. I believe that. Speaking of that... Reminds me when I was at your place a couple weeks ago, it made me think, um, did you find my coffee can? No, but I found your pot for dyeing textiles. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was right next to the couch that I was sitting on when we were talking. I think I, I think I talked about it on DMD. Yeah, he did. 
I keep it away from the kitchen so nobody cooks in it. And yeah, that dies. could be really bad. Yeah, because yeah. it's really poisonous. I, w- I would assume. Is this what your podcast is? Like people talk about. They talk the about same, other podcasts. The same shit yeah. I talked about. Yeah. Can we recap everything you yeah, talked about this on, is, on this DMD? Is this is like the talk soup of podcasts. It is. It okay. totally is. So, um, so what's your, what's your fatherly advice? Um, try to go on as many weird, obscure podcasts <laughs> as you can. <laughs> you know, when you're taking a little vacation in Portland. Yeah. Do try to do some podcasts. It, it makes sense while you're there. Yeah. Do you have a EPMD bump? Uh, <laughs> that's pretty good. You're a customer. Yeah. Well, enough prattling. Yeah. Um, you want to you know play something? See All what right. happens. So I I picked an obscure cut. I'm just gonna jump right into it. Do it. All right. Here we go. sounds like children yeah I think that this YouTube thing is longer than the actual song so I'll just pause really? it okay. dance. it might be like the whole record oh it could be yeah, yeah. sound American definitely Obviously, no. Ha- have no idea who this is. Is this a, a Florida band? No. Um, are we just? We're, should we just? Yeah, just load your load. Yeah, go for All it. Right. Uh, this is a band called White Trash Superman. 
Okay. Um, I think they were from Huntsville, Alabama. Oh, wow. Mid-90s. And um, I just fucking love this song. Yeah. It's like... Uh, it's like uh, pop punk, but like not that shitty like right. epitaph record. I, I don't know. There's this song has like the most infectious hooks I've ever heard. And it's kind of crappy and lo-fi. Yeah, it's totally lo-fi. They were they were a really cool band. I came across uh, when uh, while touring with Hickey. Okay, they became a band called the Grumpies, who were almost as good. So I never saw these guys, but I saw the Grumpies, and um, I don't know. I just I love this song, and I know that most people um, haven't heard it. So. so are we talking like mid '80s, late oh, '80s? Oh no, this was like I think early 2000 or early '90s, like '93, '94. Okay. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anything about it. No. 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 But this was, um, they put out a lot of stuff. They did like a lot of cassettes and seven inches and yeah. DIY, like all sort of spray painted stenciled covers. Nice. Okay. And then they became the Grumpies and they were cool. That's it. That's Alabama. From Alabama. Like if they would have been from Berkeley, you know, like they probably would have been huge. Huge. Yeah. Like a Green Day or a Crimp Shrine. Right. They were from. I think Alabama. Huntsville. Yeah. 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 I always wonder if places like Alabama, if that's a hotbed for that type of shit, or if it's just a total like anomaly. Cause like Ohio, like had that whole like wheelchair scene, you know, where like there's like tons of like weird, right. crappy punk bands because it's suburban Ohio. Like, does that apply to Alabama too? Like uh, there are a lot of that stuff there. Or? Well, I'll tell you, there is um, a town in Alabama called Auburn. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think they, these guys were from there. I think they were Huntsville, but Auburn, Alabama, like I, like I think all those like Southern and Midwestern states have like some town. Usually there's a college there yeah. or a really good record store or something that like, then it's producing a lot of interesting art, like an Auburn, Alabama, like I think Manor Astro man okay. from there. And there's a, Athens, Georgia. I was just going to say, it sounds like Athens, Georgia. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, and I think that like the wheelchair guys like did that for like Kent, Ohio. Yeah. And They're from Stowe or however you pronounce that, but I think like it's like Akron, right by Kent. Yeah, Akron, totally. Kent area. Yep. Parma. So, yep. Parma. Right. So I think that like those weird Midwestern, like Ypsilanti was mm-hmm. kind of like that in the nineties. Mm-hmm. So so that was the kind of, when I was in Hickey, we, we kind of, we would love to hit those towns. Like those ended up being the funnest shows, like places like that. And, uh, yeah, that's white trash Superman, white trash Superman. Yeah. Okay. They went on to be the grumpies. The grumpies. <laughs> that's a quality name, right? I there. know. Not, not the best names, but that's an undeniably great, crappy pop song oh yeah yeah i dug it yeah thanks that's cool all right well i know everyone thought i was gonna play some like death metal or yeah i i did for sure yeah um i i really have no idea what i'm gonna do but thankfully i have like a little list here going um 
the hard part about having you on this show yeah is that we share a lot of the same tastes and so i'm like like you know yeah well you have this, to stump you know me that. or like show no, me but it's just show me something i've never show you something new but it's yeah. like oh disharmonic orchestra you know that pungent stench yeah you know that demigod oh yeah it's on my list you know that um so your your show is basically playing obscure death metal for people and having them be like I, what the fuck is this? that's exactly what it is and everybody's <laughs> like I, i've never heard of this i'm like yeah you wouldn't this was came yeah. out before you were born <laughs> fuck you right. <laughs> look how cool and cult i am yeah I'm just going to pick like stuff that would be like on Dr. Demento. I would like, love monst- that. Monster mash. Yeah. And like, well, oh man, I used to, when I was in high school, Dr. Demento was played on the, like the local public access radio yeah. show. I used to stay up late at night, like in my bed with headphones, listen to that shit. Man, I was like 10 amazing when it was on and I would, I would record it. So much good stuff on there though. Yeah. I mean, some really awful stuff too, but I still remember like a lot of those songs, like very clearly. Fish heads, of course. Yeah, remember Transfusion? The one I, I don't know. It was like the Transfusion, never gonna speed again, and it was like the guy's like in a really. It's not. It's not funny at all. It's like the guy's in a really terrible car accident. <laughs> I don't and remember that. He has that. to get a, a blood transfusion. It's hilarious. Did you say blood or butt? Blood. Okay. Yeah. It's it's a laugh riot. Okay. All right. You ready? Yeah. I'm going to play you something here. You ready for this? It's Demigod. You're right. How'd you know? Yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh, I, I feel like I've heard this. I'm sure you have. It also sounds like a hundred other intros. I'd be shocked if you didn't know this. I do know this, but I'm gonna wait. Did we like skip a part? Did it jump? I don't think so. I think it just had like a little hiccup in the rip or whatever. Well, it's some sort of Swedish death metal. Yes, you're right. That really narrows it down. Some HM2 foolishness. Yep. I've definitely heard this, and I'm going to seem like a poser for not knowing. Well, but it sounds like 1,000 other Swedish bands. I I think this is Edge of Sanity. No. Is this Dan Swano related? Adjacent. I I don't think it is. Is this... Therion? No. Oh. I'm going to look them up on the Metal Archives and see if they are Dansvenia adjacent. Um, 
I asked because it has that same kind of uh, Spectral Sorrows drum sound. No, they don't appear to have anything to do with so, Dan Swano. Who is it? It's Gormant. Oh, it is. Yep. Wow. It's the uh, Obsequies demo from 1991. Right. Excellent. According to this, they... Uh, had many name changes. In 1989, they were called Testicle Perspirant. <laughs> Why would they change that? I have no idea. That's a great name. And then after that, they were Executioner. Yeah. After that, they were Sanguinary. Then they changed the name to Garment. Then they changed the name to Piper's Dawn. That sucks. Yep. Yeah. I spent some time in New York in the Gorman District. <laughs> in the Gorman District? Yeah, the yeah. Gorman District. Um, I'm more familiar with, they made an album called My Ending Quest. Yes. Which is a pretty cool album. Yep. Atrocious album cover. From 1994. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, I'm aware of Gorman. Yeah. I knew you were. Cool. I don't think there's anything necessarily special about this band, but I always enjoyed them, you know? Yeah. I think um, they were one of, they were like, they got lost in a sea of oh yeah, considerably better yeah. Swedish bands. But It's hard not to when you're coming from Sweden at that point in time. See, lately I'm interested in hearing like Swedish bands that weren't doing just like HM2. Right. And Tomb Worship. Are there some? Oh, yeah. I mean, that that first Seance record. Oh, yeah. I love Seance. I've been listening to Seance a lot lately, actually. Yeah. And uh, you know what I've been listening to, and I know you won't approve, is that first Therion record of Darkness. I should revisit you, you that. You gotta revisit. Man, it's, the later stuff is so wretched. Well, of course. But, I mean, so is, like, later... Everything. Everything. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I mean... Yeah. I mean, Later Entombed is... Yeah, I haven't... Actually, I haven't heard a lot of that. Yeah. I heard, actually, I don't hate some of the Later Entombed records. It's one of... It's a case of you having to be like, okay, if I don't think of this as the same band that made Left Hand Path... Right. Then you might enjoy Uprising. Yeah, I think all I've heard is to ride. What is it? To ride. Right. That's shoot okay. straight and speak the truth. Yeah. Yeah. But uprising is kind of cool because on that album they really wanted to be Poison Idea. Right. So. And I can get behind that. I guess yeah. the one good thing that Entombed has, opposed to a lot of other bands, is they they just kind of went into a different genre instead of just like neutering the genre that they were doing. Like yeah, they kind of like went into like a more of a hardcore type of thing instead of just being like, oh, we're going to just like neuter our death metal and make it really overproduced and light like or, Anathema. I don't know. Or would you have wanted them to just like make left hand path over and over again? No, I don't know that that would have been a good idea either. No, no. Clandestine is a fantastic record. They kind of disavow it. 
though. I know, but that's crazy to me. It's that so great. That is crazy to me. What's also crazy to me is that according to the Swedish death metal book, that they were trying to be atheist for the I record. Don't, I which don't is fucking just, hear it. I don't hear it at all. Not I know. even a little bit. That's really weird. But I think didn't sentence say that with, that's what they were doing with North from here. Trying to be atheist? Yeah. Like I could hear that a little bit more. I, I'm gonna level with you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I know, and this makes me mad. Div- divulge a secret. I don't like that record. I know, but that's crazy. I've tried. I've tried. I just don't like it. Don't like it. It's 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 bizarre to me. That record is amazing, and you're you're not that crazy about consuming impulse either. No, I'm not. I I like it, but I just I don't see it as like the masterpiece it is. I think that. Uh, this is going to sound insane. And th- you and Don are going <laughs> to tease me for this. Yeah. I think it's my least favorite Pestilence record. Yeah, that's really Damn. weird. But I mean, well, are we talking Martin era Pestilence? I'm just I, talking about overall discography, not including that record that just came out, which I haven't heard yet. But I assume you're not including the, one, the ones after Spheres at all. Because there's no, a few. No, that I'm not even aware of. Right. I'm talking about spheres back, right? Like Testimony of the ancients. Yeah. Um, which what am I missing? Malleus Maleficarum. Right. I mean, they're all fantastic. Yeah, I think Testimony is probably my favorite. I love Testimony. Yeah. And spheres. I mean, that's a fucking weird record. Spheres is really fucking weird. And I avoided it for a long time. I know. Only a couple of years ago that I just finally like, okay, I'll listen to it, and was like. Wow. Yeah. And obsessed on it. Yeah. Yeah. I love Testimony mostly because of Twisted Truth. Yeah. That record just, I don't know, like, Consuming Impulse is great, but it has this, like, it has a lot of that, like, kind of vestiges of corny thrash. Yeah, still it does. In there. For sure. And that's kind of like, I don't know, like, I know that Sepultura kind of, but I'm just, I'm not a big, like, like, for thrash, I like, like the, the fucked up like Sodom creator mm-hmm. school of thrash, not mm-hmm. like Bay Area thrash. I'm just not real big on that. Right. So, I just I don't want that in my death metal that much. Well, I know. Yeah, I know. It's, it's a hard pill for me to swallow. But yeah, but we've had numerous times on tour where like. It's almost gone to blows because I'm like, that record's not good. Yeah. Or you're like telling me about some bullshit Faith No More record <laughs> or something that I should check out. And I'm like, oh, just are you kidding me? Like Angel Dust, man. Yeah. I love I love the rap metal as much as the uh, next guy. See? Yeah. Yeah. Boil it down to the rap metal. I, I've tried. I've tried because you're not the only person that has been like. Oh, it's like this amazing record. Like, I'm just not. A, I can't. We care a lot. That's a great record. It is a great record. I'm a Chuck. I know. Faith no more guy. May he rest in peace. Yeah, I love Chuck too. Yeah, he I died mean, recently. Yeah, he did. He did a solo show about four blocks from here the week before he died. Yeah, I, I yeah. missed it. He had just done one at Eli's in Oakland, and yeah, I feel like I. It was around the time I was. On tour with Worm and Warning. So I did not go. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think you're right. Man. I missed it. But yeah. 
I wish I would have gone now, but you know, yeah. you know what they say about retrospect. Uh, it's 2020. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know what they say about eyesight? It's, it's better it in retrospect. Be, it used to be 2020. Yeah. Yeah. That was With pretty bad. Geraldo Rivera. No pun intended. Pun intended. Yeah. Pun, pun intended. Okay. Is it my turn? It's your turn. Oh, I'm on the spot, but I guess since I'll go, um, since, oh, there we go. We were talking about that. Oh, I'm kind of, uh, hmm. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. So what do you do about this like dead time that um, if it's good, I leave it. If it's bad, I edit it out. So if you want to sing a song or something, I got you. Cool. Um, do some of your crooning. Oh yeah. <laughs> if Don's listening, he'll fall asleep. He's never listened to one of these. Um, uh, I, I, just I'm not good with uh, the PCs here. Alright, right, here we go. Uh-huh. You get all the typing in there? Sometimes. Most of the time I'll cut that out. Okay, so should I just play it? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so I'm, I'm very sure you'll know what this is. Okay. But it's kind of uh, a different take on a classic. Oh, cool. I like that. All right. So. I do not recognize this. It's for whom the bell tolls. Yeah, we don't have to hear the whole thing, but... Oh, is this the Cobbett version? I believe... Yeah, this is... Uh, Gossard was... Gossard, that's it. Yeah. That, that might be a rumor that he was responsible oh, for Oh, really? This. But Yeah, so this is uh, Ride the Lightning played on... I guess... Th isn't that the, the rumor? It's Ride the Lightning on 33 and a third? The story is that a couple years ago they did a... A, four, uh, a remaster at 45 right. RPM to sound better. Yeah. Um, which I think it would have been a double album. Uh -huh. I was spotted at Crossroads yesterday because I've been looking for it. It goes for about 100 bucks. Oh, shit. Yeah. Is that because they didn't make very many of them? I don't or? know. I don't know. Huh. But I wanted it just so I could listen to it. So you could do it, it like this. Yeah. Because this is like the best crust album. It is ever made the bass lines on this are so awesome now yeah it's and james's voice it kind of reminds me of like um filth of mankind like the oh, polish crest band yeah or like um do you remember a band from minneapolis called misery misery yeah totally yeah. yep so the rumor is the Gossard from Weakling and Despair was, was the one that ripped this and uploaded it to 
the internet. Right. I don't know how true that is, but I believe that I got it from him and posted it on my old blog. Yeah. That's where I first heard about it. You can't get it anymore, but you could hit the whole thing's on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I always misremember it as being Cobbett. What's weird is somebody did the same thing with uh, Master of Puppets. Oh, yeah, I didn't hear that. And it doesn't work. Really? It doesn't work as well. Like, I don't know if it's a tuning thing. Yeah, it could be. I'm a drummer. I don't understand this shit. (laughs) But, like, this puts it in some key that works. Right. Whereas, I don't know if Master of Puppets was, like, it's cool. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's not nearly as cool as this. Right. James's voice kind of gives it away when it comes in. Like, you can tell that's not like a human voice. Yeah. I've always wanted to, like, start a, a band that just played this. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. really aimed to just recreate this. Do you think by now Metallica's heard this and was like... Probably. Oh, that's... We suck now. <laughs> I don't think they thought that. I don't know. Yeah, it's a cool idea. It definitely... Like it improves their already awesome guitar tone. Yes, I mean it, it's that's a gross tone. Totally. That's <laughs> so great. Mm-hmm. It even makes uh, escape almost palatable. Yeah. Yeah. I think they should press this. Right? And they should press it on 45 so you can play it on 33. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Play it even slower. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if that just keeps working. No. Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? For you, I'll I'll throw a version in Pro Tools and slow it down and see what it sounds like. Yeah, but you have to do it the same mathematical increment. You know. Yeah, I'm sure there's a way I could figure that out. Yeah, it's pretty abysmal. The, it's the thing that the best Metallica made, like the best crust album, on accident. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I dig this though. It's it's fun. There it is. Originally, I was looking for. Have you heard this? It's like this novelty record called My Dick. No. Uh, I wish I could have found it, but looking up My Dick on YouTube, <laughs> it doesn't... Right. It, but it, that's pretty brilliant. Like, it's a guy who re-recorded, like, 30-something pop songs, mostly from the 80s. Okay. Just changed all the lyrics to be My Dick. Oh, Wow. It's kind of right up your alley. I definitely need to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. You should hear it. <laughs> yeah. I, I would imagine Googling that could yeah. be disastrous. Yeah. I, I bought it on Bandcamp. <laughs> I did. Like some, I think Hassan 
had shown it to me. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 It's weird because I remember there was, I feel like, you know, going back to the Gossard thing, I posted the My Dick thing on my Facebook once, and Andy from Aquarius said, Mm -hmm. I was 95% sure that you were the one responsible for this. I would believe it. No, I'm just a fan. Just a fan. Yeah, just a, a mortal man. That's awesome. All right. Well, this is good. Um, now I'm going to play Disembowelment slowed down. Oh, that'd be... Listen to Disembowelment sped up. I once listened to Asunder on 45. Yeah. And it sounded like uh, My Dying Bride. I once accidentally listened to a worm record on 33. Oh, yeah, because uh, Come the Thaw yeah. was mastered on at 45. Yeah, and I didn't realize that, and I put it on for the first time. Like, God, this is like really, yeah. really punishingly slow. And then the vocals came in, and I'm like, God, this is just so weird. Yeah. I'm like, oh, wait, no, this is, this it's, is wrong. It's pretty misogynist of you to <laughs> listen to that record at the wrong speed there i know i'm racist against women yeah that's that's i've noticed yeah i know okay so speaking of racism this next record screwdriver is screwdriver no grand Grand belial's key nocturnal mortem this next record uh is something i haven't listened to in a really long time but i remember loving it a lot and fairly unknown and just I just remember it being very very strange so let's try it okay you ready for this let's do it and I have helped many illustrators and animators make a living on YouTube this is a crappy animated video I created that got over 500,000 views that video made me over a that's from the 90s because it's got a Manson sample at the beginning to tell a story about my social anxiety (laughs) okay here we go I, I know this too do you? This is like some kind of uh, second wave European black metal adjacent. Like a, I, I know it's not, but it's like a thy serpent. Yeah, you're you're right on the money. Type. Yep. I'm gonna say like 95, 96. Oh man, let me look. You're really close if you're not spot on. It's like on head not found records. Ninety seven. Okay. Swedish. It's on... Fuck, what is this? Full Moon Productions. It might be Full Moon. This Um, is... Diabolical Masquerade. You're so close. Yeah, it's it's on Full Moon. Man, you're nailing this so far. Is this ethereal or... No, you're so close, Siebenbergen? No, you're so close. uh, Nobody knows these guys, but I'm sure that you know them. I used to like... Okay, I'm... I'm harking back to a time where there was like 20 black metal bands instead mm-hmm. of 20 million. Right. And I bought anything yep. that was 
on like Aquarius Records again was like the spot. Um, so I th- I must have had this. Let's see. Swedish? Yeah. I don't know. I'm stumped. It says they're still around, which really surprises me. Really? I don't know. It sounds like kind of old moon spell-ish. The last record was in 2010. I had no idea. Oh, I don't know. It's killing me. Who is it? I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I always called them Algion. Oh. It's uh, A-L-G-A-I-O-N. Yeah. This is their... I don't think I did have this, no. This is their second full length. They had their first full length was called <clears throat> Oh My Algio, and then they had an EP called Vox Clementis, and then this is General Enmity, their full length. So, three years prior to this, these dudes were like in a death metal band. Yeah, I mean, it called like. Well, testicular, <laughs> yeah, testicular weeping manload. Yeah, the the records previous to this are death metal as well, and uh, the drummer was also in Satanic Slaughter. <laughs> okay, and, and they were they were related to Witchery. Yes, which was one of the stupidest, uh, totally stupid bands. Yeah, yeah. The guitarist was also in and um, seance related Witchery. Right. Right. The guitarist was also in Hypocrisy, hypocrisy Pain, yep. and The Abyss. Is it, was that Peter Tetgren? No, but he was in all of those bands I just mentioned. Right. Um, and then the, I think the most well-known of the three guys in this band is Martin Bjorkman, who was also in Octinimos. Octonimos. Yes. Yeah. I remember liking them. Yeah. They had that one record with the blue cover that I remember thinking was pretty cool. Yep. But it's like with a lot of this kind of shit, like I was saying, that 95, 96, mm-hmm. 97, buying, like, I remember buying so much stuff and thinking like, oh, this is kind of cool. And I've kind of been going back and listening yeah. to a lot of those CDs and just being like, what the fuck did I ever see? I know. Like Ragnarok or Ein Herjör. Oh, Ein Herjör was awful. Yeah. yeah. Or like... Tartarus. Yes. This is a Tartarus. Yeah, Charmon Grimlock. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Don't squeeze the Charmon Grimlock. <laughs> I've been doing that because of this podcast. I'm like pulling out old shit and I'm like, oh, I remember loving this and listen to it. I'm and like, then you're like, this didn't Ooh. hold up. No, some of it's so bad. You know what held like up? Dismal that? Euphony. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a couple that I miss that I'm like now like, oh shit. Like, um, I just recently decided to check out, uh, What's the one? Uh, Obtained Enslavement. Oh, yeah. Who I always avoided just because I was like, okay, I don't need more of this shit. Yeah. 
but that second obtain that third one is real the, the second and third obtain enslavement albums are pretty fucking cool for that kind of shit. I don't remember which one I've heard. It was Witchcraft is the one you okay. got. Yeah. They always make me think of Limbonic Art. It's like around that same they were, period of time. Yeah, limbonic Art was way more like barely any guitars. Right. They were so keyboard heavy. Yeah, very keyboard heavy. And they were like, I remember buying their record because Samoth from Emperor like produced right. it. Yeah. Do you remember Moctatis? They were one of those. No, I don't think so. Moctatis, they were like, oh, poor man's emperor. Okay. They had a record called Provenance of Cruelty <laughs> that I remember like thinking this is great. Listening to it about a month ago was like, this sucks. This is bullshit. Yeah. But I think at that time I was so hungry for black metal and black metal-esque right. things that my standards yeah. were lower. When well, like when that, when that, how do you pronounce it? Tartarus, Tartaros, whatever yeah. that is. When that came out, I remember just everything being so over the top synth heavy. Yeah. Not just that record, but like all the records. And I just, I ate it up because I was just like fresh off the heels of uh, Tales from a Thousand Lakes and like in the yeah. Night Side Eclipse and all this. And I'm just like, I, yeah, give me more keys, give me more keys. And when like Cradle of Filth did Vampire, I was like, yeah, man, yeah. like lay it on me. I want that pump. I want those like layers of keyboards. And now, now I have a hard time with it. You know? Yeah, I don't. I I have some some of those records. Like I said, which ones held up? What actually did hold up is that uh, those Corova records. Oh yeah, uh-huh. and like some of the Abigor stuff. Yep. From that time, of course, the Dada Guard records. Yep. From that time, you know, but. Just a thousand, like Napalm record and like yeah. a bunch of head not found Acropolis yeah. records yeah. that are just like uh, Like no. those those dismal euphony records with the the singer on the cover naked under a waterfall. Yeah. What was that? There there was the Spanish band Atman. Remember them? The no. A T M A N. I don't think I knew them. Uh, they were I think they were Spanish and they were like that record, I listened to that. Because I have all these CDs that I, I bought and, like, mail-ordered and shit. And, like, they're so battered, like, I can't even, like, bring them to a record store and sell mm-hmm. them. So they're just sitting, and I'm like, all right, it's time to, like, re-listen to those, all those mediocre second-wave black metal CDs. Yeah. Um, so. It's, it's kind of fun going back and revisiting that stuff. Yeah. And, and Necropolis had almost like a different trend where it was like this stuff like uh what is that nine division oh, 187 yeah that was like dawn the guys from dawn like yeah doing something that was less corny but i don't know they had but they had this huge trend of like this weird like war metal type of stuff yeah and like retro thrash before yeah. retro thrash right was a cool thing i like, like uh cranium and Swordmaster. Uh, i like you know that Swordmaster was cool this first two wrath yeah. of time and postmortem wraith Tales. of time wasn't it wraith yeah of time? i think, I think so. so and of course von Dur. that was the crowning jewel <laughs> yeah. in the Kropolis's yeah. catalog yeah yeah von Dur. i loved von Dur. um they had a few gems well they were they were the Kropolis was based in the bay area and i had a lot of friends that worked there yeah. So, like, those CDs were just sort of 
he got a lot of them for free and I don't know looking back with the exception of Dawn and Dawn yeah all that shit was kind of garbage Dawn was fantastic yeah one of the best I think okay they were yeah yeah Slaughter Sun is Slaughter Sun is amazing an amazing record but yeah anything else doesn't really stand up now did you have you ever checked out Dawn's early death metal demos no I don't think so now could I play that or would you yeah. have to no okay. no you'd have to you erase should, my memory yeah cause you should actually we should actually be listening to that okay um th- this is kind of lame <laughs> <laughs> oh I remember this cover yeah yeah it's like their prom picture mm-hmm. Yeah, you should check this out. This is pretty great. This is great. So this is Dawn's first demo. Oh, wow. You can kind of... Little hint. Yeah, it sounds Dawn-esque. Yeah. But... They were death metal. I think the the Ekaros Swedish death metal book kind of rails on them for like jumping on the black metal trend. Oh, yeah. I think it's kind of unfair because this doesn't sound that different. No, no. Like what they did later. And they were so fucking good. Yeah. I mean, the vocals are obviously more death metal. Right. Yeah, this is great. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, their first demo, it's called Apparition 1992. Did they ever uh, reissue Slaughter Sun on vinyl? Somebody did. I thought so. I've, I've bought a copy and then... Lost it drunk at a DJ night and bought oh, it really? and bought another copy. Oh wow! So it's not hard to find. I think wasn't that? I, I feel like Century Media. Oh really? Century Media might have bought the rights to it from Necropolis. Hmm. You know, what's weird was the Digipack for Slaughter Sun. Yeah, I had that at one point, I think. Do you remember how it didn't have a pocket and as soon as you took the shrink wrap off of it, like, the booklet, oh, yeah. the the booklet, booklet falls, falls out? out. Yeah. <laughs> awesome packaging. Yeah. Yeah. This is really cool. Yeah. You can definitely hear Dawn in it. Yeah. You know. It definitely it has that uh, kind of their, their guitar tone and sense of melody. Yeah. Like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, Swedish death metal that's not, like, uber fucking HM2. Right. Entombed worship. Yeah. Shit, like, I'm kind of more interested in that. I'm kind of burnt out on HM2. Yeah. Or the hyper-melodic, like, in flames type stuff. I never got into that. I never... 
that that first in flames EP subterranean is just over the top with that shit it's almost like fin troll level of weird hyper melodies I remember buying some I remember like falling into some of those because that was also like around that same time yeah. Do you remember the band night in gales <laughs> yeah actually I I just had Jory from uh, an Ephraim's on here a couple days ago and he played Nightingales. Oh really? Yeah. I remember having one of their records and and kind of liking it. And uh, but it was like I bought it cuz it was like, "Oh, this is I thought it was going to be I think in my head like looking at it I was like, "Oh, this is going to be like My Dying Bride, like more Gion." Right, yeah. You know, old Paradise Lost kind uh-huh. of thing, but I I remember kind of liking it. The one record, the first yeah. one. I don't remember what the, what the fuck it was called. Whatever Jory played for me was really good. Really? Yeah. All right. Maybe I need to go back to that. I didn't find that CD. But. I think for me, I always got that and Nightingale, Dan Swano's project, confused. So oh. I was always thinking of Nightingales as being like this like almost like power metal-y type of thing. I think they were German. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they might have been from Germany. Which is weird, because aside from Bethlehem, yeah, Germany doesn't produce many good bands. No, you creator. Know? Well, I mean, like that aren't German thrash, right? You know, but like in the whole like black metal milieu, yeah, you're right. Germany kind of. No, I can't really think of any, but Bethlehem. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. Instilla. I was thinking about, like, just certain countries that just failed to, like, in certain genres, like, we'll go, like, oh, man, like, Japan produced so many really yeah. amazing, really amazing hardcore bands, or, right, um, you know, or, then there's countries that, like, just didn't, didn't do anything, right, like, where are all the really awesome Spanish <laughs> hardcore bands? <laughs> I always wonder no why... No talking about Spanish hardcore. No. I always wonder why Alaska didn't have a black metal scene. Uh, yeah, because nobody lives there? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's a factor, but, like, even Montana now, there's, like, a few active black metal bands in Montana. Right. I mean, maybe, maybe there are in Alaska, and I'm just not aware of it, but it seems like it would be a perfect place, like totally isolated, gorgeous, mountainous. Yeah. But, but I, I don't know. know. I mean, you get, like, black metal, like, good black metal bands from fucking Lansing, Michigan. Right. You know? You know what I listened to the other day that What's I have that? not listened to in a really long time was... Uh, what are they called? They were from Lansing, Michigan. The black me- the early black metal band Winds, Wind of the Black Mountain. Oh, uh, what were they called? Yeah, or uh, yeah. I think was that, something that might be right. Like that? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember the fucking name, but I re-listened to that. That was like in the box of things I bought because it's black metal, right? And it's 1996, and uh, that record holds up. Do you remember the band uh, Forest of the Impaled from Illinois? I, I remember the name. That was probably about the same time, 95, 96. And at the time, I was living in Minneapolis, and they had ads in magazines that said, 
true Norwegian black metal from Illinois. How does that work? It doesn't. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's really... I mean, I remember... And I, I think I wrote about this on, on the blog where it was like... There was... And the, you know, the youngsters yeah. aren't going to remember this, but there was a time where like it was a common belief that like black metal in America just it was not even a fucking thing. No. Like it was never going to be a thing. No. You could not do that. It was like French rap or right. something. Like yeah. It was just not ever going to be a fucking thing. You so, know. would you agree that uh, Absu is probably the oldest and best black metal band from America? Yeah, but I mean, if you listen to early Absu, it doesn't... I guess it doesn't sound like black metal to me. But then I remember, like, what I considered black metal was, like, tremolo-picked guitar. Like, there was a certain, certain musical devices mm-hmm. that I saw later, like, people would call Norse core, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, that's, like, the hallmarks of black metal. Mm-hmm. So Absu didn't sound black metal to me, like, early on. I feel like the earliest, my earliest recollection of an American black metal band that I actually heard was Black Funeral. Yeah, Michael Ford. from They were from Indianapolis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the earliest, like, and I remember being like, Oh, this sucks. Yeah. Like, this is terrible. Yeah. He had a, a death industrial project called Valifor that I, I thought was much better. Yeah. I think it was Fuckface had some really funny story about writing back and forth with that guy. I used to write to him all the time, too. He's yeah. a total fuckwad. Yeah. I'm still friends with him on Facebook. Oh, really? Yeah, he's a huge Luciferian and, you know, he's, okay. like, doing that whole thing. But... Matt Shapiro had some great story about, like, they were on tour and they were stuck in Indianapolis. Like, they're, like they'd broken down or something. Yeah. And they were like, ah, who do we fucking know in Indianapolis? They weren't even playing a show. They were, like, passing through between, like, Detroit and somewhere. Chicago or something. Yeah. yeah. And they were, they called him. Like, Matt, you know, this was pre-internet. Matt right. Shapiro, like, phoned him and... It was, like, really obvious that he, like, lived in his mom's house. Yeah. And, like, mom answered the phone, and they asked for, like, Baron Von Abaddon. Yeah, his fuck. name was something like that. Yeah. 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 And the mom was like, oh, you mean Michael? He's at work. <laughs> and, like... Oh, I, that's too good. Yeah. And, because I remember when, like, I met the guys in Fuckface, and they were like, oh, you're interested in black metal, and they... Oh, do you know Black Funeral? Yeah, and they were like, that guy lives with his mom and <laughs> works at Pizza Hut or something. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, now he, uh, it appears he has a family. Uh-huh. And he writes books on Luciferianism, whatever he he does. Yeah. yeah it's good for him. I think he's still doing Black Funeral at times. Right. Well, now, I mean... They'd be huge, right? Oh, yeah. They could reform. They could play MDF. Yeah. Oh, easily. Yeah. That's so funny. Okay. Well, all this talk is reminding me of something. Oh, it's a cool old Dawn logo, too. Yeah. Right? 
probably help if I spelled this right. Oxypligots. Oh man, that's some weird shit right there. All right, here we go. All right. This really ties in two subjects that's been coming up all night. Um, this is kind of awful. <laughs> okay, I, already it's a... Lyrically, wow. It's like, clearly like, English is not... Bad. So English is a second language, but they chose to write in English. showed up have, have you not heard this I don't fucking know what this is you don't know what it is no it 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 like really encapsulates everything we've been talking about is this like something from 96 97 ish metal archives here we come I mean I'm gonna run out and buy this record you it's, can't. Really? It's a demo. It was only on a demo. Really? Yeah. I've never heard... I know I've never heard this before. Are you sure? I, I'm fairly sure, yeah. Actually, I can't look this up because the band name, there's literally 33 of them. Really? Yeah. Okay, you have to tell me. Okay, so this really ties everything together because the band is Necropolis. Oh, shit. Yeah. This is, so that was Don. Yeah, this is Don. And, and that's Tom Walling singing. Oh, wow. Now I feel like an <laughs> Yeah. Because <laughs> I was sure. Okay, so what I thought was took for English as a second language is really just like they're 11. Yeah. They're like 14. Yeah, I think Tom was a little bit older than that. But yeah, so this is this they're is Don gonna, Anderson they're from. I'm not gonna listen to this. No, this is Don Anderson from Agalock's first band. It's perfect because we're talking about Necropolis Records. The band is Necropolis, and it's Don, and we're talking about Don. <laughs> how the fuck? Okay, how the fuck do I get this? Um, I think I have MP3s somewhere. Yeah, you know, I had to find the pessimist. Oh, dude. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've, I've got it. I've got... I found it. I found the pessimist demos on the blog. Yeah. I've got all of them and videos and all sorts of shit. But, yeah, look at this f photo of young Don. 
Oh, I've seen this picture. Yep. That's that's fucking amazing. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was great when you're like, oh, Don showed up. Like, yep, that was it, Don. It literally was. All right. Um, I'm going to see if I can. I think we've got time for like one more each. Okay. Let's see if this works. Okay, yeah. Is this the my dick thing? Perhaps. I think it is. Wow. Yeah. My dick, yeah. Really missed opportunity to make it. Don't go breaking my dick. Yeah, that's true. I couldn't if I tried. I, I don't know why. Wow. I like this. This is really quality. Yeah. Do you have you ever heard the Legion of Rock Stars? No, I don't think so. Oh man, maybe I should just go to that. Yeah, do it. So the idea behind the Legion of Rock Stars was they got a bunch of musicians to play uh, a cover song without actually bothering to learn it, and. Uh, it's like, I don't know exactly, like, I don't think they necessarily, like, played the instrument. They put them in the studio, and they gave them the song in the headphones. Okay. And then we're like, just play along. And I think this is their cover of Mother <laughs> by nice. Danzig. And LRS, Legion of Rockstars. I was obsessed with this. This is going to be great, I can tell. Yeah, so. This is awesome. They've done like... I think hundreds of recordings. That's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, they don't get the lyrics either. Like, yeah. 
This is really cool. Yeah, you should look into all their work. Do they have actual records or? Uh, I think it was like pre-band camp. Like they were just going around on blogs. Like I put a bunch of stuff on Cosmic Curse and okay. found it on other blogs. I don't think it was always the same people. Right. I think they were just. Whoever, whoever the, they could get. Whoever the mastermind was behind this. That's so cool. But it was like, you just, I think the concept was, you don't know, you're just, we're going to play you a song in the headphones. Yeah. Play along. Wow. Play the song. This is amazing. Well, I'm being told that my mom is falling asleep on the couch, so oh, this is that's our closer. We, yeah, it's really good. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. Nice lead. And if you look at, if you watch it on there, uh -huh. it's, they, they sync with the video. Oh, nice. <laughs> Legion of Rock Stars. Add the rooster sound effect. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's a great way to close this episode. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Thank you, Aesop. That was fun. You were a holy grail guest for me. <laughs> I figure you got a lot of homework now, I guess. Yeah, to check out. I know. It seems like every time I have homework after one of these. But uh, yeah, thanks for taking time to do this. Thanks for having me. It was super fun. Yeah. Glad right. I could see you for a bit while you're in town. Yeah. And uh, I don't know when I'll see you again. I think you should re never. reconsider coming down in July. Maybe I will. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, cool. Thanks, Aesop. 